0: Hi, and welcome to this week's show. If you're interested in marketing, and you should be, because there's only two things that make your business money that is marketing and sales. And the better your marketing, the less you have to sell. And really, if you sit about helping people, you're selling. People talk about selling as though it's some big thing. Just help people, you get the money. People will trust you if you sincerely go to help them. But anyway, this week's show is about marketing. And we're going to be talking about a very important subject. It's about developing a niche and an avatar. And the inspiration from the show came about as a result of two new clients that we have taken into our program. A business development program called ignite a business mastery program anyway when clients first join with us we do a really thorough needs assessment we do a needs assessment because how do we know how we can help a client unless we know what their real issues and challenges and problems are we have a map that map helps a client move through three stages of business development, that's technician stage, where you tend to be working in your business, into conductor stage, where you now have team and systems in place and you're starting to work on your business, and finally moving to independent stage, where your business is running independently from you. However, that map still requires sort of nuances for each particular Client, because everyone comes with different challenges so as an example some clients turn up and their marketing has been so successful but they haven't set their teams up properly or their systems up properly and so they become a victim to their own success because they keep end up having to do everything in the business so they're stressed where other people like the clients I'm about to talk about they're struggling because they don't know something that I know I'm not saying that from a gloating perspective I'm still learning things as well as a business person, but they have been led astray by the coaching organization that they've been working with. So let me explain. So first up, we can start with a a base rule. And the base rule is this. If you try and be everything to everybody, you're not gonna do well. You're not gonna cut through the noise of marketing. And actually, I'm going to go back to my dad. <laughs> I like this as an example. Years ago in New Zealand, my dad would read the local paper. And he would notice every ad on that paper. It's would him. He'd even talk about them. But what's happened as the world has got busier and... Well, look. We all know it. We're just inundated with advertising and marketing. Every business is trying to get our attention. So, if you read the paper today, something amazing has happened. I know very few people read the paper. It doesn't matter. We're talking about the internet or anything. You now filter out adverts that don't apply to you. And we'll talk about what I mean by don't apply to you in a second. You don't even see them. It's not like you're making a conscious decision to not see these ads. There is a part of your brain, it's called the reticular activating system. We're going to be talking about that in a second. And the reticular activating system helps you deal with the input of data. So we're just bombarded. So not even with, just the, with ads, with everything right we can only take in so much data and so the brain has to organize what it prioritizes as input so if you have as an example and most people here watching this you'd be too old for this but let's just say you've got pimple problems picture yourself as a teenager right You're, you're you're you know you've got pimples and acne And you know when you're a teenager, your hormones are running and you're starting to get really interested in the opposite sex, obviously. And so pimples become a devastating, life-destroying, soul-destroying, self-worth, self-esteem-destroying problem. So a teenager with that problem, their reticular activating system, will be on the lookout to solve that problem and they could be reading a comic as an example we come back to the news they could be reading through a newspaper and their brains filtering out every ad on that page and they're just reading the content or watching the video on, on the internet they're not even seeing the ads because that's as I said what the brain has learnt to do to survive in this modern age. However, outside of their conscious awareness, the unconscious, the reticular activating system, which just sits above the back of the brainstem, stem, will help that um, teenager see the ad about getting their pimples healed, their skin cleaned up, so they can feel attractive and sexy and go out with the opposite sex. You get where I'm going with that. Now, this is really important to understand, because if your marketing isn't working with people's reticular activated system, then your marketing is not working. It's not cutting through the noise of marketing. So, let's get into this in a little bit of a deeper manner. I'm going to go sideways with this and I'm going to go back to my clients. So my clients own a gym and they're really, really passionate about what they deliver to their clients. In fact, they're in love with what they deliver to their clients. They're highly trained. They're passionate about sharing all their exercise techniques, their mobility techniques, what they know about helping a person gain strength and mobility and good quality health through exercise. But the gym that they run is that they've got a, a section of it which is a 24 hour gym. And this gym, like a lot of gyms, and their coaches told them to do this, is don't niche. Just don't niche. Just market to everybody. Don't worry about it. Just market to everybody. Okay. Now, they've ended up with a lot of clients that we would consider C clients or even D clients. So when we look at C or D clients, they're clients that might wanna try your service, but they're not really that passionate about it. Let me explain. Okay, so I'm someone who has spent their entire life exercising. So, as As a young kid, I naturally gravitated towards sport. I I probably would've been an academic, to be honest, if I didn't have the energy that I had when I was younger. And this is not better or worse than, by the way, it's just everyone's born different. I was just born with a a lot of energy and I remember I just couldn't sit down at school, which is why I said I would've been an academic if I didn't have the energy I had, because I love studying, but I just find it really hard to concentrate because I wanted to move. And so it was just natural for me to go riding bikes, to go racing, to go running, to go surfing, to go play rugby. Um, and through that, obviously, I develop a high level of body, what we call body awareness. So, anyone that's played a lot of sports has a high level of body awareness, where the normal person who hasn't played a lot of sports or done a lot of activity, they have what we call low level body awareness. And I mean, if you've played sport your whole life, you're so finely attuned to whether your body's working, what's not working, etc. And through those years, as an example, I, uh, of course, playing rugby, I'm a little guy and I'd, I'd have to put on about 8 or 10 kgs when I played rugby, more than I am right now. And I'm not talking about fat, I had to put muscle on. So I had to go to the gym, I had trainers, I had coaches that would help me bulk up to play the game. Actually, it would ruin me surfing. I always remember that winter I'd struggle surfing because what I was required to do with my body to play rugby didn't help me surf. Anyway... Uh, you know and then when my rugby days stopped finally when I was 44 I was damaged and injured and uh, still to this day <laughs> I don't regret that I played rugby by the way um, but still to this day I have to have a maintenance plan where I'm doing uh, certain f- forms of mobility exercises strength exercises to help with uh, hip injuries and things like that to keep balancing my body now This is not about me. I'm just explaining me from the perspective of uh, a client for a gym. So I'm used to rigorous exercise. I'm really interested in how the body works because I've had to fix my own injuries. I've seen heaps of chiropractors, osteopaths over the years work with top level physical trainers. And so I'm okay with heavy duty training so and and training lots and by the way heavy duty training as I get older I'm less interested in that I'm less capable of that but you get what I'm saying so it's been a lifetime of that now there that's me so I I also going to say I'm an A client now why I'm an A client because I spend money on my health I value my health I I, um, buy supplements I spend money on the gym if you look around my uh, office here I have physio equipment Um, for working with my back and blocks to lie over and all those types of things, okay? So I'm a client. Now, I'm also an A client because I am what we call a high need, so I have high need for an outcome, and I'm a high value client because I have the money to spend to get what I, get that need met. So what's my high need? I just wouldn't need, to be, need to be really clear with this. My high need is to, stay in as good quality physical shape as i can so i can keep doing the sports that i love um and because i have to because i i have uh physical issues that if i don't do the work that i need to do in my body i'm in pain and i'm i can't be as present for my clients and i I, Can't concentrate for for long periods of time. So I have to go to the gym every day, sort my back out, uh, my hips out. Anyway, so you can see high need client dedicated to, to an outcome. And I have the money to spend on to achieve that outcome. There are other people who, you know, it's winter. They've not the opposite to me, they haven't spent a lot of time exercising for whatever reason, no judgment in that. Um, And they're on the couch and they realize summer's coming and they've got a beach holiday and they've been eating the chips (laughs) on the couch in front of TV. And, you know, they're not feeling that great about themselves. They sort of go, oh, geez, I better get this body ready for my, my summer holiday. Okay. Now, this type of client you know that what they'll do is they'll go to a gym, and they don't like exercising. So some people just don't like exercising. So they're using will, because they're going on the summer holiday, and so this type of person will go to the gym, and they'll be at that gym for you know two months, a month, three months. When they first start, they're going to have heaps of um, enthusiasm for it, but the harder it gets. The, the more bored they get the more uncomfortable they become the more they'll start stop turning up and the more they'll sort of start relaxing and, and go back to their old habit patterns now again you know I've got friends like this I've got friends that you know they're, 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 they've got their geniuses and their interests in other areas so this is not uh, a, a judgment call this is all about marketing however I must say I do think it's important that you keep fit you feel better, it helps your brain work, there's all the science behind that. Um, So we're gonna take this a little bit further. So these clients of of mine, their their coaches have told them nothing about niches, they've told them nothing about avatars, we'll get into that in a second. And so here they are, they've they've been told to go out and promote and get as many people into the 24 hour gym as, as possible. Now, C clients, What they're doing, so I'm going around that summer holiday. They're going, well, okay, what gym should I go to? And they look and they don't know much about the body. They don't know much about whether a trainer is a good trainer or a bad trainer. What they look at is the price. (laughs) You'll get that. They go price shopping, shopping. Thank you, dog. They go price shopping and so they pick the gym that may be the closest to them, but it has to have a low uh, a low amount. And so what happens is, and you see this everywhere, you see it with yoga studios, you see it with gyms, you see it with, with Pilates classes. What they're doing is you'll see the package. It's always about price. Now, the problem is, is that you're, if you're competing for C grade clients who buy on price, then what happens is the moment your competitor gets desperate, they'll drop the price and your clients will leave to go to the gym that's cheaper. Not only that, and this is what's happened to my clients, it's demoralizing for them because they're already passionate about health and fitness. So what they've got is clients leaving to go to the competitors because the competitors offered a, a lower price and they've got people that sort of turn up and they're not motivated and within two months of dropping out. So what these trainers feel, these these business, the gym owners and, and the trainers as well, they just feel like, well, why are we doing this? This is like me, I'm gonna tell you right now. And you should. If you don't join my program my business and i mastery program you're nuts um but you'll you'll have to be um checked out by me i'm not letting you into my program um without me making sure that you're the right fit now why why well first of all um i want you to be successful and if you're a c person there's nothing i'll do you you, you won't do what it takes but if you're an a person then Come on, I know that with my tweaking and and my IP and the way my team, I've got an amazing team, the way my team works with you, that you're going to get a result. And guess how I'm going to feel when you get a result? Guess how my coaches are going to feel when you get a result? Guess how my marketing experts are going to feel when you get a result? They're going to go, yay. So we all feel good. You feel good. We feel good. Okay. And you'll go away and tell other A people, God, this Martin international, uh, they're incredible. Okay, and so that's just how you create success by, and we'll get into tribes in a moment because tribes stick together. Okay, so um, here's the price shoppers, the C's, and of course their coaches telling them, well, well, you have to come up with another package to compete, you have to come up with, it's just a stupid loser's game. Why? Because you're controlled by the lowest common denominator. Okay, you're controlled by the last common denominator. The person who wants to charge the least gets the clients, these C clients. Ugh, I feel like throwing up even talking about it. Okay. Now, <laughs> I'm being strategic here and a bit of a smart ass. But if you want to make money from the C clients, you sell them a package. They'll buy the package they won't do what it is what what it takes to do it right the packages don't have them in your gym if you're a gym owner do an online course for c's right the c clients they won't complete it they won't do what what they're supposed to do but it doesn't matter you've you you can sell to the c clients and, and not have to put up with them and how they are okay um that would be a good way to work with C clients. But look, to be honest, I just wouldn't work with C clients and I wouldn't suggest any of my um, uh, clients to work with C clients. Saying that, um, there are some very strategic business people that have made billions out of C clients. So C clients, they want something, but they'll never do the work to get it. But they, they are very attracted to, The the bells and whistles of marketing. So, if you want to if you want to work with C clients, you've got to use easy. This is easy, fast, and quick in your marketing. Right? Lose weight in 15 days, and it'll be easy, no pain, and all the Cs will turn up. Okay. Um, I suppose that's just not our game. That's sort of not how we work. We're a bit different. Anyway, you're getting the point here. So, um, an A client is different. So I'm going to bring this back to me as an A client for a gym. If a gym offers, say, quite uh, heavy-duty quality training for sports people, and I can be specific about what I want, I won't really do this here. Probably no point. Um, Or maybe I will. Okay, so someone like myself, and, and I'm not... I am not an isolated individual. There are heaps of people like me. They're ex-sports people. Okay? They've played sport all their life and they're older now, but they want to keep in shape. And they're used to heavy training. They're used to the discipline of training. Okay, There's women that were really fit up until they had children and now they're free of children and they just want to get back and get their body back and get back into what they were before they had their children there are men that, that was same. were saying they were very physical people and because of work and what have you they you know they've had 15 years out or eight years out or two years out and now they're coming back they in their memory banks know what it's like to be trained by good trainers um, and and to work hard and to be disciplined and have high levels of body awareness so uh, once they, once they you know two weeks into their training all that that sort of muscle memory kicks back in and they can handle a high level of training, they can handle a higher level of mobility work, a higher level of of, um, balance work because they already have very good body awareness. So they can work with top trainers and they can do that in a group environment or they can do that in a one-on-one environment. But what that means is someone like me will be seeking out that environment. And if I find that environment, I'm going to pay more. The price doesn't matter because I understand if you pay peanuts, you get monkeys, okay? As trainers, I'm gonna find a trainer who can really help me, who knows about body mechanics and biomechanics of the body, who knows about imbalances. See, the C doesn't care because they don't know enough about their body to even know that they've got imbalances. So I am an, a client and because uh, I have high needs, I'll see, seek out expert and I'll pay them for that. Now, another way, of, uh, another example of this, I'll take it away from the gym for a second, is uh, if you have uh, a cold, right? Just think about this. If you've got a cold, you know, depending on your orientation, you're gonna go down to the, the, your local naturopath or you're gonna go to your local GP. You don't care. But if you got cancer, um, and again, you're you're going to go and look for the specialist, the person who specializes in cancer, healing cancer. And you know, you're going to go to, to, you you should go through the conventional medical practices and you will also potentially have some of the alternative practices. But you're going to look for people that have specialized in cancer in, in all those areas, and you'll sell your house basically to uh, pay for it, and that's because it's high need and high value. So wherever there's a high need and high value client, there's more money to be made, they're an A client, and then it's best to position your marketing to that person. okay? Because then you're not caught out in price wars. They're paying for your expertise because of their high need and because they're a high-value client. They've got the money to pay for it. Now, this is how it works. I'll come back to me now with the gym. So, uh, as, a, as a rugby player, there's all sorts, you, you, you meet all sorts of physios in your life. Okay, You meet all sorts of them. But the moment you meet a physio who's just amazing, you tell all the other rugby players about this physio. And that's because tribes hang together. So when you start working with high-need clients uh, within a particular niche, um, and what they'll do is they'll be so thankful for what you can give them if you are a leading expert. So I, you've got to be leading expert or your product must be at the higher end of town in the sense of what it gives the client they're going to keep recommending you constantly so this is why we work with what we call avatars and that we want to really tie it into a high-value high-need avatar so when we talk about an avatar we've chosen a niche and then we create an avatar so as an example I work with business owners. That's correct. But to be honest, my avatar and my niche is far tighter than that. I work with business owners who have built a certain amount of success, even a lot of success for themselves, but they don't know what I know. So when they've built their success, they're working 60 or 70 hours a week because they're a victim of their success now they're a perfect client for me because in many ways they have a lot of what is required to run a successful business in place they don't have my knowledge so when I come in I'm now shifting them out of their business by the way I put their systems in place by the way I help them understand how to set up a team which is something very few business people Know about, and by the way, very few business people, uh, sorry, business coaches know about. It's a particular uh, specialty that I have. So, by being really clear about an avatar, I'm probably going to do this and work with this in next week's show. By the way, I think it's really important, and I've got so much to cover here, and I'm running out of time. But once you're clear about an avatar, and this is why it's really important, you suddenly don't waste money. In your marketing because when you understand your avatar so for me it's uh, business owners that have, uh, have financial success or high levels of cash flow but they are now trapped in their business and they're burning out and there's operational inefficiencies because they are the roadblock in their business now that means that when I market them I can communicate exactly to their problem so, remember when I started with the reticular activating system? That means they're going to see my ads because it speaks to their pain directly. I'm not talking to them about getting more cash flow, even though we help our clients increase their return on marketing. I'm talking about the stress they're experiencing and how they feel trapped in their business. So the reticular activating system sees that. I cut through all the crap, I'm right there. I'm talking to them and their problem. So we come back to the gym, that avatar of someone like me. I am an avatar, there's heaps of people like me. So if you communicate to me directly around my experience, my pain and problems, i'm going to gravitate towards you if you can show me that you work with people like me and you get great results with people like me not the c clients i want to and i'm going to want to understand some of your technical stuff right because you got to, okay okay you so you align the hips first okay it makes it make sense so i'll get technical but if you can build it i'm going to go to you and you're just going to communicate to me so you know, a lot of people are uh, really scared to have what we call tight niches or a really well-defined avatar because they think, well, what about all these other people going to miss out on? No. Build your business around a high need, high value niche. And to do that, you're going to create an avatar. So an avatar is an example. When we work with our clients, they have names. So an avatar for me might be something like, uh, her name's Jane. She's been in business for 15 years. She's been really quite successful. She's good at what she does. Her team are in place. But you know what? She's sick of working. She's starting to burn out. In fact, the burnout's starting to impact her psychologically. She's starting to feel a bit depressed because she doesn't get time to do the things that she used to do. And she wants to spend more time with her family. And she's feeling What is all this for? Yes, i got money, but I'm just working all the time and I lose all my enthusiasm. You see, I'm painting a picture of Jane, an avatar. Now, once I've painted that picture, I can position all my marketing to her if I want to. Again, this is vitally important. The other thing it does is it decreases the cost of marketing because if I know where who my client is I know where they are I know what they read I know what their problems are so therefore I'm able to target my marketing specifically to them and one of my mentors taught me this only ever talk about you only want one avatar in your business that's best you can work with secondary ones but you've got to be smart in how you do that Uh, that's a bit beyond what I'm teaching today um, but they tend to form second or third income streams, and you do not have that in your branding or upfront in your business. Once you've got your avatar, your website talks to your avatar, your podcast talks to your avatar, every video talks to your avatar, and your avatar only their problems and what they want. So therefore, what you're really doing is really matching every communication to the avatar and they will choose you rather than someone that's a generalist that sort of talks about all sorts of different things about business as an example for a business coach anyway look i really hope you got a lot from today's show i'm really excited about sharing this topic with you i think it's a vitally important uh, subject it's certainly something that we bring to our clients in a ignite business mastery program Really get them on board. We've got all the tools for helping them build out their avatars. And uh, I'm going to continue with this in, in next week's show. By the way, if you are interested, come and do a free strategy session with me. I don't bite. Um, I, I love to help. And uh, let me see what I can help you do with your business. See where your roadblocks are and help you get past some of your challenges and problems as business owner. Anyway, until next time, see ya.